Okay, introducing our newest sponsor, Swim Tracks. Swim Tracks is the smartest swim specific tracker ever. It registers a ton of swim data that is translated into valuable real time insights. It tracks the three most important data points for coaches and swimmers time, heart rate, and stroke rate. You and your swimmers can now, from just one device, make sure you're training in the correct energy zones with the correct number of strokes. Visit swimtracks.com and schedule your free demo today. That's swimtracks, T R A X X dot com, swimtracks.com. All right, we are recording, man. Yaron Lakuda, how you doing, man? Good, good. How are you, Brett? I'm good. Where are you coming from? I'm currently living uh, in our home office. Uh, it's in uh, it's like 15 minutes from Brussels in Belgium. So. Okay, nice. Awesome. Well, listen, man, another crazy swimming story. I mean, you have a, a, a great life story. You're doing some amazing things in swimming. Uh, we're proud to have recently partnered with you just recently, the podcast and Swim Tracks. So congratulations on the business, man. Thank you so much. Um, it's been a, a long way already since 2018, but actually we started in 2011. So uh, we launched it wow. last year. So it's been a long road. Yeah. Wow. Well, you can actually give me some uh, advice on startups because today is, as you can see, it's the first time I'm actually in Boston. I'm at our startup, uh, any question, and I'm coming live from the, the office today. So uh, we're, we're just starting this journey ourselves, man, figuring it out. So uh, the whole startup world is it's something new and unique to me, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, hey? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love the app, any question. It's, it's just amazing to get all that content and information out. I think a lot of things are happening in sports and particularly in swimming as well in the tech space. Yeah. So it's super exciting to be in that and working in that. Yeah. Well, listen, Jay, tell us, I'm going to call you Jay. So listen, tell us about your story. I mean, you, you're a swimmer, uh, you have a swimming story just like all of us and, uh, yours is very unique and interesting. So tell me, where did it all start for you? Well, like many kids, I started swimming very young, right? Like three years old. Mm -hmm. Um, I learned swimming, uh, back in Singapore because my parents were living there for their work and, um, well, super hot there, as you know, and we learned how to swim. And I just kept swimming and from a young age, I got picked up in the town system uh, when we were back in Belgium, uh, joined national teams, um, international competitions, uh, eventually actually also went to Ohio State, um, did a year of varsity there, uh, went back, um, combined everything with studying engineering. Then um, I got the opportunity to do a master's thesis and what actually eventually ended up being swim tracks um, mm. was totally different back then it was 2010 um because of that master thesis, i was super interested in it. like technology and swimming was something i always wanted to do i got offered a phd in similar technology um got the opportunity to go to australia so i'm there during that phd and then eventually after all that started the company and um launched the product last year and we're expanding to the U.S. Uh, since September now, and also globally in the past few weeks. So it's been very busy and very exciting, and uh, a lot of fun talking to, um, well, swimmers, coaches, triathletes all over the world, um, living in technology for them, and really making a difference. I think, and and providing data and, and tech to swimming. So we're really really happy with where we are today. 
Yeah, that's it's interesting. A lot, a lot to dig into there, and and kind of I like the fact that you said making a difference. I mean, that's ultimately what you're doing here. You're trying to evolve the sport, move it forward, and and not only like you said, just the the swimming pool side of it. There are many facets to swimming and and different ways to do it. And triathlon is huge as well. Um, I'm I'm meeting many triathletes in uh, the any question space that we're doing. The people that I, you know, I'm good friends with Greg Bennett, who's a former world champion. So um, lots to learn and grow from there but um in terms of just the genesis of the idea you know behind swim tracks i mean you've got this engineering background this engineering pool um how did it come about initially um i think it all started with when i was 18 17 years old actually when i was at ohio state i was into the aeronautical engineering um very passionate about everything aerospace and flying um but there's a there's a transfer to swimming as well, especially in that age, um, 2004, 2005, Super Suit era. Um, I was really interested in doing fluid dynamics with swimming somehow and understanding how it all works. So I've been always interested in technical aspects of the sport, biomechanics, but also everything related to physiology and how the system of the human body works. Um, and eventually I started engineering with the idea of doing something with computational fluid dynamics and, and the flows of that, and actually took a lot of courses in that throughout my studies. Um, but through my master's degree in biomedical engineering, I just found the passion of measuring and, and um, the whole rise of wearables coming up at, in that time uh, was something I was super interested in. And eventually I went into that. So the super suit actually inspired me to do swimming technology and I ended up doing something completely different, which is uh, making a swim tracker. It's funny that you mentioned the, the super suit. I actually have a podcast coming out today, which will be irrelevant to this conversation in, in a couple of weeks when we put this out. But uh, the, the the podcast I did with, with Sonny, the swimsuit guy, we actually talk about, you know, the, the evolution of the suit and, and what that did and how it, how it changed swimming. Um, but you're right, like there was a lot of uh, thought and discussion on what the suits were actually doing back then and how they were doing it. And people couldn't really quantify it at the time. It was very difficult to put into words uh, what the suits were doing. And so this is where I guess the advent of maybe the, the, the swim data came in of like, tell us what these suits are doing. Like we need to see it. We need to, we need to see the data on what is exactly happening here. And I mean, it just exploded. So in terms of, um, the basic idea behind swim tracks what what was it what were you initially looking for yeah so what, what i saw in 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 those years like 2010 and, and and later on was that if you look at other sports and it, like belgium is a huge cycling country mm. um if you look at cycling you can attach all kinds of things on your bike right right so you, you can attach a gps you can attach a power sensor you can attach a hidden sensor they even have wind sensors now uh heart rate sensors and all that kind of stuff so, so cycling is a quite simple sport technically uh, you just pedal around uh, it's all about the physiology and getting that right and they can actually quantify it like, amazingly they, they know almost exactly what you're doing on it mm. and looking at that i was looking at swimming and like we just don't know what's going on, right? We, like we have some view on the technical aspect and getting dragged down, getting propulsion up. Um, obviously we are, we are very um, experienced in the physiology of swimming as well because we train so hard and we just really know how that works. But I think on the, on the measuring side and understanding our sport, we're still quite, um, well, early stage, I think. I think we still don't really understand 
how to swim the perfect race. Um, we're still exploring that. You can see that with all the evolutions of the swimflation going on, that people are finding new ways to go faster. And my, my passion is just trying to understand that and, and how can you make the, the biological system, being the human being, making that more fast, but also understanding how, how to move through the water more efficiently. So that's basically where that came from. Wow, yeah. Interesting enough, I'm not sure how deep I've gone into this, but um, a very vivid memory of mine is actually 2009 at the World Championships where we, we do have the super suits and, uh, and I'm coaching a, a bunch of the world's best swimmers, uh, sprinters especially, but, but Cesar Cielo was in, in a fight with Alain Bernard uh, at that time for the, the crown of the world champion and also being the first person to uh, really swim under 47 seconds, break the world record kind of thing. That, that was the race at the time. And I remember between the semis and the finals, we knew it was, it was very close, right? And um, one of the Australian sports scientists came up to me and handed me some, some data, some, some swim analytics. And he said, I, I just wanted to give you this because I thought it might be useful for you. And maybe you could pick something up for the final. And one of the things that we noticed at that time was um, stroke length, uh, stroke count, uh, the number of strokes he was taking on the way down, the number of strokes he was taking on the way back, the length of his stroke. We found that Alain Bernard, was swimming uh, much more at a higher frequency with, with less efficiency. And so what I said to Caesar at that time was like, look, I think if you, he was very long in the semifinal. And what I took from the data was basically if, if we just add a stroke, okay, here, and, you know, put a little bit more on the front end, I think you can get out a little faster and then close a little faster. And that was kind of the, the methodology behind our, our tactics at that point in time. And he ended up going out and doing exactly that and breaking the world record. So the data was the thing that got us over the line, right? Like the, the training was the thing that got us there. The data was the stuff that got us over the line. And, and um, so I think that the things that you're doing with swim tracks are so important for coaches and swimmers to just find that 1% that they need at the most important times, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what we do is we get heart rate and all swimming parameters. So we do get that stroke rate out there. We go all the times, turn times even. Um, so if you build up your your race, you get that start, you get that underwater phase, you get that swimming phase. And to quantify all that and find where the, what, where the difference is and where you can make that real difference, mm. uh, is something you'll see in data because you, like as swimmers to do it intuitively, um, but the data then can pinpoint like where to get that intuition a little bit better and, and get the feeling in the water um, a bit of stage. So that's what yeah. we're doing. You know, it's quite a relevant topic as well, obviously with the, with the announcement from FINA that's come out just recently in terms of um, being able to use wearables, right, in competition now. So um, just for those that don't fully understand what happened recently, can you explain that rule and how it's changed? Sure. So up until now, um, you could use wearables during training, obviously, but uh, you couldn't wear anything that tracked your swim. Um, so what FINA has decided uh, is basically what the NCAA decided a few years ago, I think by now, uh, is that you are allowed to wear trackers during racing. Um, mm -hmm. So basically to have a, a race analysis collected automatically without having the need to do the videos and then mm -hmm. do the whole post analysis. So basically have the tracker do it for you um, with the, very important rule that it's not allowed to give you any feedback. So there's no screens allowed or no 
pacing allowed because that's still the overcoaching rule, right? So you're, you're not allowed to have that. But purely collecting data during your race is something which is allowed um, from January 1st onwards, um, which is really exciting. And they're also looking into, I know uh, we talked with them, uh, to entertainment options, to have that more on the screen and these kind of things. But that's obviously something for the future. And that's, yeah, I think very exciting because if you look at the racing right now, you get that speed on the screen. Um, if there would be more uh, more options on that and, 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 and deeper analysis going on during the race or maybe post-race, that would be, I think, a very valuable thing. Uh, give, give, us some, give us some specifics because I think it could be valuable too. But I think that initially, you know, maybe the first few seasons, you're going to have swimmers who just aren't used to wearing these things at all and they might not even be used to analyzing data so in terms of these you know this next generation of swimmers you may you may have these smart swimmers who understand exactly what the data means so for for the next few years while swimmers are getting used to this what would be the point for them to put the the tracker on during a race what are the what are the the very specific feedbacks that they could get straight after the race yeah, so, so basically what you get today, if you're, for example, swimming with Swimming Australia or something like that, um, you get everything, right? So you get your underwater times, you get your stroke rates, the amount mm -hmm. of strokes of a lap, you get the time mm -hmm. you took over your turn, then mm -hmm. way back the same thing, obviously. So every lap is fully analyzed, you get your amount of breaths, and that's actually what comes out of a swim tracks as well. So if you would wear that during a race, you'll get that information, you get all those splits. Uh, stroke rates, breath counts, uh, even your heart rate throughout the race. So you, you get that analysis without actually the need of um, yeah, doing the full video analysis. Obviously, video might be still very interesting to look at technique and the biomechanical uh, specific motions. But getting those uh, that table of data, which has been done a lot of the times manually with a stopwatch or, or video post-processing, um, will be something that goes on automatically um, with a with tracker. Wow. Now, listen, you said um, like the idea came around 2010. You started kind of the early stages of the business 2011, but didn't launch until 2018. There's a there's a big time frame there. So what, what's going on in that period? And and I, I guess what, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, you don't want to launch something that isn't effective and accurate. So I, I imagine in that time you're working on building the accuracy of this device, right? Yeah, and, and what I was doing back then was I was actually focusing in my PhD on the technology side of it and applying it in medical um, applications. Mm. Um, so, so swimming is obviously less funded in a PhD space than, than medical applications. So I was actually working on that. That was my job. Um, but I always had it on the back, my back head, like, how can I apply this in swimming? Um, and then after my PhD finished, I decided to go just just go for it, right? I was, I was just looking for something new. I, I was doing another job, but um, I, I was just thinking, how can I get this thing off the ground? And in 2018, I just started the business um, and, and built it up, built a team here in Leuven uh, of engineers building every aspect of it, hardware, software, application, everything. Um, and then we went through COVID, which was super interesting, of course, <laughs> uh, on a production side, but also like managing the team. And then we launched last year when pools were all open again. So yeah, it's, it's been an interesting road and with a lot of sidetracks, but um, since 18 is full focus. I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but do you have one of the devices handy that you could grab that, you could, that we could look at? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, actually I should have prepped you on that one. Yeah, uh, actually, I was thinking, I'll get it. Just, just in the room. Yeah, just give me a yeah, go grab it, man. We'll have a, we'll check it out because um, 
I really want to see the device itself because I think it's important to have an understanding of what this thing actually looks like and feels like and how, how it can relate to the swimmers here. So here we go. All right, I'm coming. Beautiful, we're back. See that little pause in, there we go. Here we are. So I, I took a full team kit because that's maybe really interesting. So this is a team nice. kit. Okay, beautiful. So it's, it's a small box, it's wow. which houses 10 of them. Um, so if I take one out, yep. this is a Suntrax. Okay, I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna get full screen here, uh, yeah. So this is it. Okay. And you wear it, you wear it right there, so on your goggles. Wow. What it does is it has a heart rate tracker right there. Oh. It, um, and it has motion sensors inside and all, everything, so you can strap it onto your goggles or put it on your cap, whatever you want, as long as you, the sensor makes like skin contact to get your heart rate out. Um, it'll do its work. And then what you do is you swim, and when you breathe, it knows you're breathing. When you do a breaststroke, it knows you're doing breaststroke. Um, it knows what stroke you're doing. It knows what times you're doing for every lap, um, every stroke, every breath, every heart rate uh, comes out of it. So it's super small, it's super thin. So that was something we really worked on to get it really tight. And, and um, basically you don't feel it when you're swimming. That was something that was really important for me because there are trackers uh, and watches out there that are just annoying. Um, so we just wanted to have this one out there and then have the, like the most comfortable thing out there. Wow. On the front, so it really tapers down to your goggles, so your goggles don't get lifted or water coming in. So, wow, this is it. beautiful, and it's actually it's actually good looking too. You know, it's a it's a good looking piece of wearable. So, and it doesn't look like it, it would interfere with with anything at all. I mean, it just basically sits on your skin. So, um, you you would get uh, you would get used to it very quickly. Um, yep. I mean, incredible in terms of what it does. Now, how does how does all that information then appear? What what does it look like? So we have two apps. Um, we have a mobile app, mm -hmm. uh, basically where you can go swimming and you offload it on your phone, like like any typical sports application, right? So you can see your workout afterwards. Um, that's available on the mobile app store for both Android and iOS, actually freely available. So you can just download that. We have a button in the settings where you can generate dummy workouts. So uh, I think that's the easiest way to have a look at that. And then we have a, a tablet app, which I maybe can show. I don't know if it's gonna work well on the on the screen, showing a screen on the screen, but yeah. Um, basically what you have is, uh, just let me get this here. So you can have your list of swimmers. Oh yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. And you dive into that and you get like a full information of them. Uh, this is me. Mm. This is like all the volume I did. You can go through all the workouts. Wow. Um, you can dive into a workout. You can see the heart rate graph popping up. You can see the sets. Wow. It's it all the information, 1650s, backstroke, whatever you've done. It knows you've done that. No input needed. Um, it can just do your full team management, right? So you just connect as a coach with a tablet to the account of your athlete. Um, and you get that information out and you can see all their workouts, see what they've done, um, and just dive into it and wow. you can however you want. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Um, it looks super advanced too. I mean, I've seen, I've seen some like, look, there's, there's competition out there for everybody, right? There's certainly competition for you, but in terms of what you're doing, how you're producing it, it seems like you're, uh, certainly at the top of the leaderboard when it comes to kind of the 
understanding and the, the like the everything seems effective to me like the wearable seems effective the, what you just presented on the screen looks easier to read and understand it seems like it's uh very advanced man you've done a really good job well thank you so much uh, we've been working really hard on it um the thing is we i'm a swimmer uh some of the people on the engineering team are swimmers that helps i think and understanding mm -hmm. not to make a box that you don't like to during swimming like yeah. uh, for example that and making an app which is just useful for a coach and for a swimmer and understanding how to present that workout how to look at that heart rate and we're still learning of course right so we're getting a lot of feedback from coaches and athletes using it uh, improving the system creating creating dashboards for them and these kind of things and people are all using the data learning from it and getting like next level insights right so they, mm. they're like okay like this week i want to have like the next level uh, view on what we've been doing so far. So we're still working on it every day, uh, pushing out free updates on, on be it firmware, being it on the app uh, and improving that. We just really want to be the like the best the, the best company providing value and in, in data for athletes. So that's what we want to be. And I think we've been doing quite well so far. Now, in terms going back to the this whole FINA thing, um, is this a wearable that you've had some sort of agreement with Fino with, are they, are they able to wear your wearable now? Uh, so actually at this stage, as we're now doing the interview, Fino is still determining the exact uh, specification for sensors, but they have told us that it should be fine. Um, we don't know yet if there's gonna be some uh, accreditation system or uh, like with the suits where you get this logo mm. or, or, or like just right. have to be compliant with some um some specs so we're we're waiting on them for that they're working on it as we speak um but uh, yeah for sure we will be fine because we don't give any feedback uh there's no screen on it um there's no pacing on it um so so it's just collecting data so so it's completely fair play um in a race um so yeah should be fine what about in terms of you know vision is there is there a vision for maybe taking this beyond that where there is some feedback like some screen feedback in the future like where, where what are you looking at in the future we are definitely looking so so what you can do today is you can put the ipad on the side of the pool and it will show you live uh, what uh -huh. the athlete is doing so that's already going on so actually as a coach you can see all that data during the workout on the ipad you can see all heart rates coming in you can see uh all stroke rates or splits coming in so people lose use it a lot to get the splits coming in and get the heart rates coming in so you don't use that stopwatch all the time anymore um, but um, for what the future brings is basically what the customers have to do. So um, we, we really are learning from them, and we have some ideas, obviously, for uh, future products and future features. But you'll uh, see it when they come out. Nice, I love it. Now, um, tell me this: in, in terms of like, obviously, this is worldwide now. So, how do people? Um, get a hold of this if they're in Australia, America, you know, uh, South Africa, wherever. Yeah, just go to our website, www.suntracks.com. Um, you can order it there, or you can ask actually for a demo. Uh, like if you want to see how this team kit works um, or how the apps work, I can show you, or somebody on the team can show you uh, in a live demo. Um, so, so that's how they just on our website, all the information is available to order or to, to get a demo. Nice. And uh, what's, can you give us an idea of basically the price range for it? Yeah, it's, it's uh, $4.99 US, $4.99 Euros. So that's about the, the price range we're at. It kind of depends on the region, of course, but that's where we are about per unit. 
obviously when we get the team kits out, um, we do give discounts. So that's something we typically discuss with, with uh, the teams. Um, but that's where we are. Now, is this, is this like a subscription fee as well, like a yearly thing or something? Yeah, so, so we don't have a subscription fee. So you can actually use the tracks. Um, you buy it and you can pass it on. Uh, uh -huh. The thing is that we do connect it to an account and we do have some options for teams to make that a little bit easier um, through subscription uh, fees. But we never charge per um, charge per athlete yeah, unit. If you buy 10 units, um, like a team kit, we do give uh, like a plan to be able to use really easily with as many athletes as you like. So we don't like to uh, charge for swimmer because we just be a unit and we just want to charge it um, per unit and not a per athlete basis. I love it, Jay. Well, listen, you're obviously very analytical when it comes to, you know, swimming science. Um, how, where's the line here between how much of this the swimmers should actually be taking in and um and analyzing and then kind of that that ability i mean you're you're a, a world-class backstroker right Lee, you know what it's like to stand up behind the blocks you want you want your brain to be free at times you want to just feel like you can just go so like where's that line between taking this information in and then just allowing the performance to happen you think absolutely that's a really good question actually so it's also something we're looking at related to um, getting it with the FINA regulation in racing, we are looking at how we uh, can make this really easy for the athlete in the pre-race routine because you do not want somebody to be standing on the blocks pressing a button. That's just, mm. that's just really annoying. So we're just looking at how we can make that easy. When would the swimmer like to activate the system? Um, these kind of things. Um, but on a training basis, I think there's a big range of how people use it and what I would recommend, uh, but it's only me, of course, mm -hmm. um, is to just use it, wear it every day, offload your workout, but not be driven by um, what, what comes out of it every every day, right? If you have a recovery mm -hmm. workout and it's just a recovery workout, just register it and you don't need to look at it. Just have it there yeah. if you ever need it. Uh, I think I think there are, and I see this in cycling a lot, for example, people super focused on, on hitting certain uh, power right. levels or certain heart rates. I mean, the feel in the water is something really important. Um, I believe feeling your body, understanding at what effort level you are is more important happening in your brain than somebody or some sensor telling you. I think that's a great skill to have. Um, so I think it can be like a tool to help you in that, but it's always you yourself that um, should be um, working on it and, and learning and teaching yourself uh, how to how to feel your body. So that's why we made it super comfortable. So you, you're not busy with it all the time. It's just sitting there like your goggles. Like your right. it's not something you're wearing extra. It's not something you're going to be looking at during your workout because you don't mm. have a screen. Your coach might look on a tablet and give you feedback. I think that's the best way to get information out through a coach. Um, but I think as a swimmer, you should be focused on swimming. And that's that's the main idea of the whole product, actually. Is it uh, difficult for coaches that aren't kind of scientific, analytical, whatever? Is it is this difficult sell for them to say like, look, this is how simple it is to use? Actually, uh, I talked to some coaches uh, when I was in Budapest for World Championships, um, and they just like to write down the workouts in a paper mm -hmm. notebook and, and not do anything more. Uh, yeah. a, this was a coach of a very famous 200 back uh, butterflyer who is now the world record holder. <laughs> um, so, um, I mean, there, 
there are coaches that just like to have the the intuitive approach, which I yeah. think is fine. I think is is great. I do think data can help uh, make intuition intuition even better, right? So mm -hmm. that's that's what we typically say to those people. But in general, I think we see a lot of coaches just jumping on this. I mean, getting that information automatically, not having to use your stopwatch all the time, like 3100s timing that uh, all the time and just focusing on, on hitting that button when the hand hits the wall. That's something that, that's no longer necessarily needed with the swim tracks. Um, so I think that's really our main goal is to alleviate some uh, really repetitive, non-value adding tasks that a coach has being mm. just registering everything while it's not always necessary. So that's what we focus on. And I think a lot of coaches are seeing that value. I like that idea actually. It's like the, the way of the future, right? Like it just don't just keep doing things the way they've always been done. Like if you look at swimming generally, you know, over the past 30, 40 years, it hasn't really evolved that much, right? So like, I feel like now we're in this technological phase where swim tracks is coming in and saying, hey, let, let's look at these things and change the sport, evolve the sport and help it grow. And maybe not just do something over and over again because that's the way it was done in the past. So I really feel like this could revolutionize the sport and take it to another level. You know, swimmers and coaches are, are always asking, um, are we gonna see somebody swim under 20 seconds in the 53 is somebody going to swim under you know 14 minutes in the 1500 things like that you know like things that are off, off in the future but the way that we're going to get there is through technology like this i believe i really do yeah i think understanding better what we're doing is always going to make us better right so that's yeah. the main goal um and just just creating this technology space in swimming i mean um, you mentioned before there might be some competition for us. I mean, I think we're leading. Uh, we're happy yeah. to have other companies uh, joining that space. I think it only can make, make each other better, just like in swimming, right? If you'll be yeah. swimming the only person in the world, you need that um, ecosystem. And that's also something we want to do, right? We want to bring decent technology to swimming. I think that has been lacking for a long time while other sports have been getting it um, yeah. in abundance. Um, so that's also one of our missions to bring that to the sport, create a tech space, um, making everybody better, making the sport better, growing the sport, creating a tech economy around swimming, um, and then eventually our sport will grow with that as well, right? So, so that will flow back to the athletes in the end. So that that's our main goal um, by growing and improving the sport, and our technology background is just a means for that. Well, listen, Jay. Let's. Uh, I, I like to align myself with winners, man. Uh, always have, and uh, think you're you're a winner. Your company's a winner. And you're doing fantastic things, man. So proud to be part of a uh, small part of your journey in the future and love to help in any way we can help grow uh, your business and help grow the sport of swimming. That's ultimately what we're trying to do. So I appreciate everything you're doing, man. Thanks, Greg. This podcast is amazing. I've been loving it from the start. So it's just amazing for us to be part of that as well. Um, and just like you, we're just going to be part of just building our sport, making it better, um, educating athletes um, and, and making our sport better, making them, branding them, making them um, ambassador for our sport. So really yeah. what you're doing is amazing. Thanks, man, so much. Thanks, Jay. All right. Take care, buddy. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.